Hi, this is Mel Cranenberg, and this is the podcast of Triple R's Backstory, a weekly radio show exploring books, stories, the craft of writing, and the people behind the lines. Backstory is broadcast live on Triple R from Melbourne, Australia, every Wednesday. Hope you enjoy the podcast and feel free to get in touch via the Triple R website, Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram. Independent Melbourne Radio 3 Triple R. Hello and welcome to Backstory, the show about books, the craft of writing and the people behind the lines. I am Mel Cranenberg and I'd like to acknowledge that I'm broadcasting today from the lands of the Wurundjeri people of the Kulin Nation where sovereignty was never ceded. I pay respects to elders past, present and future and extend that respect to other Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander people. Today on Backstory, Uncle Archie Roach, Rajana Srivastava, Ben Law, Claire Bowditch and John Marsden are just a few of the guests at the upcoming Word for Word National Non-Fiction Festival. That event is hosted at Geelong Library and Heritage Centre from the 15th to the 17th of November, so coming up very soon. The theme is Nayal, a meaning open your eyes in the Wadwarang language spoken by the Geelong or Geelong's traditional owners. And Festival Director Rochelle Smith will join me soon on the line to talk about how the festival looks at the issue of truth in the stories that we tell about ourselves, about history and about the very urgent issues that face our world today. That is all coming up soon. Now, I was hoping to play you an interview about Charlotte Wood's latest novel, but unfortunately, technical difficulties have made that impossible. The Weekend is a powerful and complex meditation on ageing and friendship, one that doesn't shy from the generational divide, but reframes older women as complex and nuanced and really plays with the perspective within scenes in a way that I can only really describe as masterful. This is a deceptively simple book, but one that really shows Charlotte Wood's growing mastery of craft and language. And with any luck, I will have her on the show again soon. In the meantime, get your hands on this book. The weekend is out now through Alan and Unwen. So coming up soon, Rochelle Smith from Word for Word Festival. Triple R on FM, digital, online and via the app. The truth about history, ourselves and the world around us. These themes are explored in this year's Word for Word National Non-Fiction Festival, featuring guests including Uncle Archie Roach, Ravana Srivastava, Ben Law, Claire Bowditch and John Marsden, among many others. The official festival theme is Nayal, meaning open your eyes in the Wajwarang language spoken by the traditional owners of Geelong, or as we know it, Geelong. Festival director Rochelle Smith is on the line now to talk about how the event covers all of these issues and uh, is, of course, hosted at the wonderful Geelong Library and Heritage Centre. It's coming up on the 15th to the 17th of November. Rochelle Smith, welcome to Backstory. Thank you, Mel. Thanks for having me. It is such a pleasure. Now, this uh, this event is compressed over just a couple of days at That's a quite, kind of growingly iconic 
uh, building in Geelong. Do you want to talk a little bit about the actual venue? Because it's quite an extraordinary library and, you know, it's one that I think if people don't really know about, they should definitely consider visiting. Absolutely. Everyone should come and see the Geelong Library because um, it's it's a beautiful building, um, you know, and it's, it houses wonderful books and wonderful facilities and wonderful events as well, such as the Word for Word Festival on an annual basis. It has beautiful views across Cario Bay and to the beautiful Yu Yangs Mountains. And um, it is five levels um, and we spread the, the Word for Word Festival across those levels. So we've sort of got a vertical venue, which is really fantastic. Now, let's talk about some of the uh, the theme that the festival covers. It's a, it's a really interesting one, um, and you've sort of come at it through, uh, you know, a, a word from the, uh, the language spoken by the traditional owners of... That's right, Dawn. yes. It's, it's actually pronounced Nyal, and, uh, and I'm not doing it a, a great service with that pronunciation, but uh, the word means open your eyes in the Wadawurrung language, and it's actually the, the name of our non-fiction floor, which is level two here at the Geelong Library. And, uh, you know, it's, it's, it's a wonderful... Um, it's a wonderful word to use the, the First Nations language of this area and also that the term open your eyes, you know, in, in respect to, to non-fiction writing and, and how that can open your eyes to the issues around you. Let's talk about how the festival itself explores this idea because, of course, it's one that is incredibly relevant today. There's a lot of, uh, you know, questions about you know, veracity about truth and about how that's, that's right. represented. And I think your festival is very much focusing on those elements. Yes, it absolutely is. And look, it was relevant when when the um, the idea was conceived about theming the festival in that direction, but it really has come up in a sort of an organic and way um, because of the, the relevant... Um, uh, publications that are coming out and what's what's in um, the zeitgeist at the moment, I suppose. And uh, and so the theme is, you know, has we have a stream running through. There, there are lots of other issues um, and topics um, that that we cover across the festival. But um, we have, you know, Uncle Archie coming to talk about his new. Um, memoir that we are actually the first um, festival to feature the publication of his book um, there, the, the Tell Me Why. Um, and we have uh, Derek Riley talking about um, his book Gulpalil, which is a, a um, amazing portrait of the actor David Gulpalil. Um, we have Sarah Madison talking about the colonial fantasy, how uh, white Australia can't solve black problems. Um, there's yeah, there's many, many um, uh, sessions that relate to our First Nations theme, including a children's session as part of our new children's stream as well. It's actually a really interesting kind of um, starting point for this discussion because I guess these notions of history have been often set in a kind of binary representation of truth or fiction, um, that in fact, you know, histories are very much uh, about perspective and who's writing them really. Yeah, that's right. I mean, a really interesting one, which is actually uh, technically a fiction book that we're featuring, um, which is Paris Savages by Catherine Johnson, a novelist from Tasmania. But the, the actual factual origins of her book come from her PhD research into the Bachelor people from Fraser Island that were taken to Europe. Three members of that community um, were taken to Europe 
1882 and became part of these terrible um, human zoo um, exhibitions over over there at that time. And uh, the, the so exploring that that historical fact behind that fiction work is something that we like to sort of delve into with the non-fiction festival as well. It's an interesting thing, isn't it? Because I guess we do talk about this a fair bit on the show, that in fact fiction can be a really great vehicle for uncovering truth as opposed to, I guess, a book of literal fact that maybe is biased towards a particular, you know, perspective on those facts. Yeah, that's right. And I mean, you know, I think a lot of the non-fiction works that I see come through each year and that we're featuring on the on the program you know they may have come they may come about because it's a it's a person um, in the public eye who's written a, a story about their life or a particular experience and that they've had or maybe it's just a really an ordinary person who's had an extraordinary experience or also we have a lot of journalists that um, on the program this year in particular that have um, you know written an article and it has gone you know, viral, like such as Gabrielle Jackson's um, sharing her experience of endometriosis and then turning it into a book. And then that's coming along in Pain and Prejudice. If you've just joined us, you're listening to Backstory on Triple R. I'm Mel Cranenberg and I'm talking to Rochelle Smith, who's the Festival Director for Word for Word National Non-Fiction Festival, hosted at the Geelong Library and Heritage Centre this 15th to 17th of November. I want to talk a little bit more about some of the other festival guests that you have. Can you can you discuss some of the highlights of the upcoming festival? Look, I always find it really difficult, Mel, to, to come up it's with highlights because question. I don't like to discriminate against anybody. But, um, but you know, just, just randomly... Um, Claire Bowditch is coming with her um, her new book, Your Own Kind of Girl, about her journey through grief and body size and self-doubt and nervous breakdown. Um, we've got Jane Caro coming with Accidental Feminist, her latest book. John Marsden's on the program um, talking about his um, somewhat controversial The Art of Growing Up um, non-fiction work. Tim Costello um, is coming to talk about his uh, book a lot with a little about his um, incredible life and experience. Benjamin Law, who's edited Growing Up Queer in Australia, he's coming and he's going to be joined by um, two of the contributors to that book, Justine Hyde and Yumiko Marama. And uh, we have, uh, you know, a, an, um, an amazing uh, support of our partners, Deakin University, um, several of our um, facilitators that are um, in these discussions with authors are um, uh, university, from Deakin University and experts in the area such as Daniel Marshall who's speaking with um, Benjamin on the Growing Up um, Queer in Australia panel. But I could just go on and on. <laughs> Look, I mean... We have also, I should, I should mention, sorry to interrupt, I should mention the walk and talk sessions. We're doing something a little bit different this year. A wonderful book um, from uh, John O'Lanine, uh, which is a, called Perfect Motion, about how walking makes us wiser. Ex- exploration of the origins of evolutionary origins of how we evolved to walk on two feet and what that means for us socially and how that, how that, our brains evolve from that and and 
the power of walking, um, which I think we can all relate to about going for a walk and how that mentally can help you and physically can help you and, and um, his personal journey to get over grief um, with walking. And we're doing it walking and talking. So It's such a, it's really a huge theme in literature, though, isn't it, that idea of, of kind of walking and unravelling the story as you do. There's the sort of, you know, I guess, European liter- literary tradition of the flaneur that sort of, you know, meandering sort of identity that goes through throughout things. Is there something of that being channelled as well as this more kind of literal scientific approach? Well, it's very much a combination. Like, it's uh, this is what I love about the non-fiction genre. It's so creative. You know, there's just so much. Um, Jono explores, like, his own story of watching his two-year-old child, um, you know, get up from, you know, crawling and, and get up and, and, and then wobble around and, 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 and then realise the moment where he realises that he, his hands are free and he can grab things and just how, you know, he, he was like picturing what it would have been like for, for um, our ancestors to, to sort of work that out on a, you know, over millions of years. And, um, and you know, I think he also it talks about you know Jane Austen and walking the moors, and you know it's it's there's just so much in it. It's uh, really poetic, and um, you know there's so much creativity. I think um, the Devil's Grip, which is another book um, from Neil Drennan, uh, journalist and author, is a it's a um, triple murder that happened here in Geelong in 1992. It's a it's a, a part true crime, but it's also part memoir and uh, history lesson. It's it's local uh, local story. It's it's got everything that one. It's really an amazing story. But it, I just love how it, the, the combination of genre. It's not it's it's a, the author puts himself into it, but he's also it's also a portrait and it's also a. Uh, you know, a, tr- uh, a true crime um, factual account. So um, I think, you know, for people that maybe don't really understand or aren't attracted to the sort of non-fiction, there's just so much creativity and exploration to be had within that. Absolutely. Now, this is the sixth annual event of this nature, of the Word for Word Festival. What started the idea of needing a non-fiction specific festival? Well, I mean, the partnership was between the, the Geelong Library, the uh, Deakin University and the, the City of Greater Geelong. And, and it's been a wonderful partnership and, uh, and long may it continue. But it's, it's really um, the recognition, I think, that started it was that non-fiction um, was really a very popular thing. I mean, it, it isn't quite as popular as fiction always wins in terms of library loans. <laughs> We've got the stats here. That's actually really interesting. Is, yeah, I, I didn't non- realise that fiction still really held centre place in a lot of people's hearts. I think it, it does in terms of um, in terms of loans at, at the library, but there are, you know, a, a great deal of, you know, that non-fiction and, and those that creativity and ex, uh, within it, I think, has really, um, you know, seen the non-fiction genre rise and memoir and, and that type of thing. Uh, there's so, much, so many memoirs always coming out um, with interesting people. 
Every year. It is a really interesting um, genre, I think, because increasingly it's accommodating, as you've just very um, beautifully pointed out, all of these kind of more creative outlets um, that kind of challenge the notion of what nonfiction is. Do you have a kind of viewpoint on that at the festival or do you take the idea that, that nonfiction can be a sort of flexible genre that does borrow from the fiction form? Oh, I think we definitely um, have a very flexible approach to nonfiction. I mean, um, but I think when you think about it, anything um, that we write that is that is true, that is, is it can be. So we're talking to um, Joanne Brookfield and Corey White, stand-up comics, about their work and uh, how they're putting their own lives um, on on the stage um, in their work, and and that they're writing that. So that's nonfiction writing. Um, songwriters, non-fiction poetry. Um, we've also got the Bad Diaries Salon, um, which is going to be a, a sort of our comic relief um, feature on the Saturday night, and that is um, authors reading from their original, authentic diaries from when they were um, young and very embarrassing. <laughs> And hilarious. I, I believe that it's kind of got a little bit of a, a fight club mentality, the uh, Bad Diaries, <laughs> where what happens at Bad Diaries stays at Bad Diaries. So that is definitely one event that you have to actually be at to get a sense of. Yes, that's right. And I think, you know, we can all relate so much to um, to the angst. And, uh, yeah, it's, I'm really looking forward to that. It was a wonderful event last year and uh, we brought it back into the, the prime time slot this well, I was actually at uh, that event, and I can I can't tell you anything about it, um, except that it was excellent, mm. and uh, you very definitely should go and see, you know, writers as they originally were before they got good at their craft. It's really just such a wonderful thing for budding writers to be able to kind of see um, people who they know and respect actually kind of air their dead, dirty laundry and um, get a right. lot of laughs as well. Yes. Yes, it has to be authentic and it has to be bad. Usually it is, I suppose, if it is authentic. But, uh, Absolutely. <laughs> bad in the very best sense. Now, That's exactly right. Can you talk a little bit about how people can come and attend uh, events? Yes, absolutely. Well, they go to the website, wordforwordfestival.com.au, and we have a festival pass this year, so we have six sessions for the price of five, and uh, which is really good value, and you can use that in whichever configuration you like. One person can come to, you know, three things on one day and three on the next, or you can bring a friend um, for the day and go to three things together. So uh, it's very flexible like that. We also have um, workshops on the Friday, uh, the 15th of November. We have several workshops. Shops at, at ranging from workshops in Queenscliff, Leopold, Torquay, Belmont, Warren Ponds, Bannockburn, um, and here at the Geelong Library and Heritage Centre as well. Um, and then we have you know, sessions, as you said, all across the Saturday and Sunday, starting at 10 a.m. and going right through to the evening. Before you go, I do want to kind of bring this back to the venue that uh, that this event is hosted at. I think libraries uh, are often kind of, you know, dismissed as these kind of these buildings that people sort of occasionally will go into to borrow a book or to sit down and, you know, read a magazine or something like that. But actually they're incredibly important cultural centres and have have a deep and important history uh, in our culture. Yeah, look, I would say if you think that a library is a, a musty place, 
where a librarian's going to tell you to shush. You haven't been to a library for a very long time because they're very different. They are very dynamic at the forefront of technology and if you want to use the latest technology for free, go to a library. Um, and we have very exciting events and programs that are running all of the time and, and the festival is no exception. I mean... Um, and we also bring through the library theme into our programming a little this year as well. We, we have Jane Sullivan, um, the uh, long-time contributor to The Age, um, and she's written a book called Storytime, which is a, about how the books we read as children affect us throughout our lives. So, you know, if, if you um, still remember the magic faraway tree, <laughs> then, you know, this is what she's going to be exploring in, in that book. I'm so worried about um, going back to some of the books that I liked as a kid because, you know, <laughs> some don't bear scrutiny. But it's sort of interesting, isn't it, to think about the legacy mm. that they have. That's right. And the other very important issue, I think, um, that we explore in um, the festival program is homelessness. And uh, we have We Are Here, which is an anthology edited by Meg Mundell. Um, and she is here with two of her contributors, Claire G. Coleman and Rachel Kurzip, and they're talking about their, uh, Rachel and Claire are talking about their lived experience of homelessness as are all the um, contributors to that anthology. Um, and ho homelessness is an issue that we see every day working in a public library, um, and it's an issue in regional centres such as Geelong um, as well as obviously in Melbourne. So, you know, we're really keen to, to highlight that issue. Well, Rochelle, that is, um, it just sounds like such an extraordinary festival. Thank you so much for joining me today on Backstory to talk about it. Thank you for having me. I could talk for a lot longer <laughs> about the program and, um, and I, I just hope it's just a, you know, that's just a taste of there's so many more in our um, sessions across the weekend. So go onto the website and have a look. That's really great. Oh, and what is that website address, by the way? Wordforwordfestival.com.au. Brilliant. Thank you so much, Rochelle Smith. Thank you, Mel. That was Rochelle Smith, who is the festival director for the Word for Word National Non-Fiction Festival. Uh, the program has now been launched and you can find out everything about the event, which runs from the 15th to the 17th of November at the Geelong Library and Heritage Centre. I went last year and I very much recommend the event and also the incredible venue. I think that library has one of the most magnificent views of any library I can think of in this wonderful country of ours. Independently yours, Triple R. 102.7. Hi, this is Mel Cranenberg. Thanks for listening to the podcast of Triple R's Backstory, a weekly radio show exploring books, stories, the craft of writing and the people behind the lines. Backstory is broadcast live on Triple R from Melbourne, Australia every Wednesday. Hope you enjoyed the podcast and feel free to get in touch with us via the Triple R website, Facebook, Instagram or Twitter.